Hello everyone and welcome back to the Chobo Football Podcast. I'm your host John Marco Chiang and I'm joined by Alex. Hi Alex. Hello. I'm joined by Erastus. Hi how are you listeners? Uh Mark as usual. Um hi guys, it's good to be back. Uh let's hope that we have fun together. Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh there's also Winston. Hi Winston. Hi to Niaje. Papa. Uh so uh we'll be talking about the Kenyan national team. Um they had a couple of horrible games both to watch and result wise um against Comoros. Uh we drew 1-1 at home and we were beaten by Comoros 2-1 away. uh it was the first couple of matches of the fourth appointment of Gosmile after Francis Kimanzi was let go for a reason which we do not know and uh it has sparked a lot of questions uh from team selection to whether he has the tactical ability uh so uh this is basically an an open floor um if does anyone think does anyone have a possible reason why francis kimanzi was fired uh we'll, we'll start with you mark um me personally i think it was a very controversial decision um there were elections being held this year um last month to be precise and you know the fkf chairman that nick moendo happened to retain his seat which was inevitably going to happen because there was practically no competition uh but at the same time um i suspected there was something a bit fishy and questionable about um you know the appointment of mule let's know that gost mule happens to be a stakeholder he happens to be you know the owner of liberty academy and as the owner of liberty academy uh he had the right to sort of like cast a vote for you know for the presidential elections for the you know presidential elections for this fkf so um i don't know how one thing led to another but there must have been something in there because um there was no valid reason as to why francis kimanzi was sacked in my opinion they didn't even give um a sort of like explanation as to why they sacked him i think it was very uh, political that move because in as much as francis kimanzi um had i think in the six games that he managed i think he drew four and and won twice if i'm not wrong and in the seven games he managed he only lost once drew thrice and won twice if i'm not wrong um and that loss was to mozambique at home in a friendly back in october last year and that's when he was still left experimenting with new players so um i don't think he got the time he needed but if you look at the patterns of play his tactics i think um if he got more time he'd have taken us where we wanted to be and that's qualifying for back to back um afcon tournaments and even for the opening two fixtures against um egypt and then togo um against egypt um we played arguably the best football that, that i've seen in a long time uh because um at the afcon in 2019 and alex you can back me here um mingi in as much as he took us there about the fact that you know um sierra leone were banned for like two games so um we sort of like qualified in a sort of like easier scenario um it was a situation where at least at least um in as much as we lost both games to senegal and algeria he was playing defensive football but at the same time um you know he had to quit or had to be sacked because he complained that he wasn't getting paid enough salary and then we lost to Tanzania in the Chan qualification so when Kimanzi was given the job in my opinion i think he was taking us um you know i think he was moving in the right direction should i say so i think it was very um fishy that move and i think it was very political and even um Erastas was pointing out that 
one of the reasons to why qualifying for the 2021 AFCON finals in Cameroon is going to be more difficult was because is because Jacob Ghost Mule was given the job thanks to greed and I don't think it was a val- they didn't even give us a valid reason so a lot of questions have to be asked on the situation yeah definitely and um actually we'll we'll just go to you Erastus. uh we have played against Comoros who to be honest um i don't think they would be the most dangerous side in the group um we are currently in third with three points uh gotten from three draws uh egypt and comoros are first and second with eight points and togo is fourth with one point what do you think are our prospects of going through our prospects are now are very low first of all egypt is definitely coming that way but if egypt can, we can defeat egypt sub most of the times Egypt is a bit clumsy it's not like Egypt of the 2006-2008-10 but to go away that one I know that one is a definitely we don't win East Africa I think our prospects are very low this time we should have we should have capitalized on winning against Comoros especially at home knowing Comoros are very you know Comoros is a very tough team yeah. like last last qualifiers for 2019 afcon they really pushed big teams especially morocco Mo- morocco they had a win against cameroon they drew with ghana meaning they are a very tough team i think the the coach didn't know what to do here and they maybe they were complacency set in and that's why we lost that game i think our prospects now are very low and, and i think we will not qualify this time especially now we are in three points Yeah, the other teams are like Comoros only needs one only one point to qualify Egypt Egypt have a, have a game with Comoros away and as I think we won't qualify and um, of course when we have qualified to Afcon um, 2019 2004 and from 1988 to 1992 um, we haven't even surpassed the group stage uh, Winston, what do you think might be holding back the Kenya national team? Uh, can I say the coach? But I don't think so. Uh, I think the team needs to be rebuilt again. Maybe give the coach some time. Because Mule said when he was appointed that uh, he should be judged according to the first game. That is the game against Comoros it wasn't quite convincing but yeah i think he last coached uh, a top flight team around uh, the stars i think 2010 but yeah we give him time we see but he should he should improve in his selection it's very poor i think yeah and actually talking about a uh, team selection um alex what do you think about um basically how we select our sides considering uh someone like arnold origi at the age of 37 is still being picked the jacob gosmule selection of the squad i think it was a little bit poor yes um origi was once great i might compare him to i don't want to mention david gear but he has been let's say the same way david gear was once the best goalkeeper in the world and now he can make a mistake after another i think the same to origi who was once a very good goalkeeper i remember in if it's not 209 it's 2010 against nigeria however by the keeper origi was the only one carrying us and we made, we managed a draw against nigeria a very good nigeria the nigerians of the likes of obi mikel back then when they were really good nigeria side uh, and again someone like victor wanyama i think it is time for him to retire because victor wanyama his football is a little bit outdated because of his injuries i can 
I can blame it on the injuries because at some point Victor Anyama was with this partnership with Dembele at Spurs was termed as one of the best midfield in the whole of top five European leagues. Uh, I can blame it on the injuries and uh, say that his time is a little bit past. And uh, also the gameplay of Jagogos Mle, whereby you, at, at, in our squad it was mainly the midfielders to create everything because they were trying to pick the ball in the mid and try to penetrate the Comoros midfield by doing skills or by dribbling past them, the Comoros well-seated midfield. I think he should have used utilized the wingers more rather than the, using the midfield, whereby we were trying to use the midfield and uh, using someone like Wanyama, who we, very, we know very well is a poor passer and a poor dribbler. Wanyama is only good at winning the ball back, and uh, which in this case was a little bit off balance because he lost the ball a lot. He committed unnecessary fouls, especially I must comment on the first on the goal at the Kasarani against Comoros, the free kick, which resulted to a goal. It was a poor giveaway pass by Wanyama. Then he followed it with a poor tackle. A tackle from behind, which is it, which was unnecessary because the Comoros player was heading nowhere, which resulted to the knuckle ball by the Comoros number ten. Uh, I think it's time for a change. The selection should change. Yeah, we have limitations, but it should change massively. So um, we'll go back to you, Mark. Um, what do you think are the possible tactics? or uh, player selections that you'd suggest for, for the national team? Um, first of all, uh, I don't think Jacob Gostmule is the, is the coach for the job. Uh, like Winston mentioned earlier, um, the last time he actually got to manage a team was actually Harambe Stars itself. I think it was at the Sekafa um, Championships back in 2010, and we performed miserably in that tournament. I think we lost to Djibouti, we lost to, to Tanzania, if I'm not wrong, and I think we also lost to Uganda. I don't really remember. One nail against Tanzania. Yeah. Um, and I think um, he took full responsibility. I was having a look at that interview recently. Um, um, it's a recap on KTN archives or something. And he was saying he wants to take full responsibility and retire and resign. Sorry. I don't think he's the one for the job. I think it was very um, fishy and political, that move. But, you know, that's life, you know, even though I, I still feel Kimanzi needed time. Um, on purposes to do with team selection. Um, back when we played against Egypt and Togo, uh, we were playing some sort of like an um, expansive brand of football. I think we were, you know, pushing higher up the pitch. I think we were, we were, we were instantly trying to win back the ball when we lost it. Um, I remember against Togo for, for Josh's, I mean, for Tosh's goal, or for those who don't know Tosh, I think it's John Omolo for his goal. Um, I think it was Olunga who lost possession high up the pitch. And then when this defender from Getafe, I think it is, um, who plays for Togo, I think when instantly won the ball and tried to move the ball out of defense, if he was closed down by at least four players, and then they won the possession back, um, spearheaded by Joan, Joan Omolo, and then scored that goal. Um, I think we tend to do better when we play expansively, that sort of like gegen pressing um, team, rather than when we sit back and soak up the pressure. Um, so personally, for me, it was being asked. It was Jack Ghost Mule, who I don't think is the coach, but you know we have to to live with the times. Um, personally, I think I'd, I'd go for Ian Otieno in goal. Um, who I think is an emerging keeper who's playing very well for Zesco. Um, I, I don't know if you agree, Rastas, or even um, Winston, or even um, Alex. I, 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 I don't know if you agree with that selection. I think that's the easiest choice we can go for, because even Matasi at the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations was shocking, and I don't think he's ever earned the cup since. And, you know, he was very shambolic when we played at the AFCON. You know, 
So what do you think about that choice in goal? I actually go with Yanotiana Sen. Yeah. Because um, it's the best option available. At the moment, right? Yeah. Even if uh, Origi is good with his feet, but yeah. he needs to do better with his hands. Yeah, exactly. I think Origi is actually a very... He's a sweeper keeper. He's very comfortable with the ball between his feet. Uh, but unfortunately, I think in terms of concentrating when coming for crosses, when trying to save shots, I don't think he's the, once the player that he once was. What do you think about that, Erastas? I think Yanotino is a good goalkeeper. But I think the goalkeeping position should be very competitive. And the way Kenya is going, we, need, we don't need a, like a keeper who likes to play the ball. You need a keeper who is very good at stopping because, you know, most of the time you are, you are the team which will be on the receiving end. So you need a good <laughs> Um, What do you think about um, the goalkeeping prospect, um, Winston? Okay, I think it's time for, for Rigi not to be in the lineup because we have better keepers than him. Let's say like Matasi, there is Ian Otieno, I saw him yesterday at, at um, he plays in Zambia. Yes. With team, uh, Zesco. Zesco, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he conceded like two goals, but, but uh, his defense was too weak, I think. And there's nothing he could do about the shots, but he's a good keeper, yeah. Matasi too is there. There's Shaban. Odoji, but Origi, I don't think he's the right one to take us forward for a longer period, for a longer time. Yeah, but uh, he can try some other young keepers, active ones. Um, yeah, so um, I think we are all in uh, agreement that Ian Otieno is the the best option we have at the moment, even though we have um, the likes of Brian Buir of Karyobangi Sharks, even though we have the likes of, um, you know, this guy that just joined. Um, I think it was, the, the, um, there is another keeper from Sharks who just joined AFC Leopards. I think it's OEM or something. Um, I think mm. he... Yeah, that's another option, but I still think he needs time, even though um, he's the one who actually won the 2017 Golden Glove, KPL Golden Glove, in that, if I'm not wrong. Um, so, um, moving on to right-back, I think there is a big problem when it comes to the right-back position, uh, because um, in the recent international break, we saw um, Kalaba being brought back from obscurity, and to be fair, he actually impressed me when he came on that that halftime, even though he's not an out-and-out right-back, um, he's mostly remembered for pocketing Victor Moses um, when we were playing against Nigeria in 2013. Um, he impressed me personally with his deliveries, especially in that second half when he came on in the first leg. Uh, but I, I still feel there is a lack of enough quality in that position. Um, Kimansi, before he was sacked for whatever reason, tried Barakabadi of from your team, um, Alex, that is Bandari. Yeah, um, and yeah. I think he was, he personally impressed me. Um, there's another um, shout that Erastas gave recently. I think it's Yusuf Mainge. He used to play for AFC, but I think he moved abroad. I don't know to which team. Um, but and there, there is Samuel Oluwande. Okay. There is Samuel Oluwande who, yes, um, when he's fit and he played for Madara United before. I, th- I think he moved on. I don't know if it's to Azito. I don't remember the name, the, the team he moved to really well. Uh, but, you know, he was clearly much fit and he's more of a centre-back. We don't really have an out-and-out um, right wing-back. So, um, personally, I don't know what's the way forward, but given Calabar impressed me personally, I think I'd play him for now, even though I'd be looking for younger options um, that can help us for the medium term and for the long term. What do you think about that? I think Kalaba is too big for a right back. Yeah, even at Zesco, he plays more as a centre-back. But, you know, yeah, we don't have yeah. we don't really have quality options at the moment, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know um, who will be your shout, Rastas. 
I personally I'll go for Bakribadi. Bakribadi is a, a yeah. very good a very good straight back and should he should be given a chance in the national team. He's he really last season in KPL really impressed many people and I think he should he should be the first choice right back for Harambe Stars. Although maybe people say that the likes of David Sessa who comes here who I think is more very more attack minded can give the it can be a competitive yeah. position. But for me at the moment I would just go for Bakri but he played really well against Zambia and I I thought Gostu would would play him in the that position but he, he never played. For me it's Bakri Badi um so um i think moving on to the left back position um okay i don't think there is a lot of competition there i think it's it's supposed to be marcelo um i understand uh, marcelo didn't have the best of games um against comoros in both at home and away from home but i understand it's because he's coming off a long injury and he just recently made his debut for aik in sweden uh, who are recently crowned um cha- who are crown champions of sweden in 2018 i think it was uh, but for me and i think he's better suited to being a left wing back um but i think he was impressive at the afcon because he was playing at a more advanced position as a left winger with abud omar playing at left back but abud omar has disciplinary issues and you know he's not really tactically disciplined for my liking um you know there's also been a shout of um David Owino another player from from Mathare United but it's not Kalaba it's another David Owino i think it's Ambusu or something that's his that name if i'm not wrong um he was recently given um minutes by Francis Kimanzi in his first in his last um game in charge of the national team when we beat Zambia by two goals to one and i think there's also another shout um bansley's clark odor who i think has been really impressive for bansley um in the championship um even marcelo bielsa had plans for him for leeds but he wanted fast in football because he couldn't get ahead of of um stuart dallas and i think uh, for ahead of stuart dallas for leeds united so what do you think about left back position winston uh I've heard you say that is Clark a left back? Clark or yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a good uh he's a good youngster. Uh back in Bansley. Uh he's doing so well but I don't think he can fit it still. He's still young. But yeah. the likes of uh Omar Abud yeah, uh we need some experience in the left back. Yeah. And a point about the right wing uh you've already passed it but right wing I I would have chose Kalaba over Mainge. Yeah. Because, and by the way Mainge is is in FC he returned back from his loan spell. Ah oh yes 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 yeah. He's he's back in Leopard and is he wants captain the under uh, 23 Harambe Stars I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually did. He actually did against Sudan in the Olympic qualifiers. Yeah, he's a good one. I've seen him playing, but yeah. okay, we I can choose experience over him being a youngster. He should, yeah, he can just be given time still to come up and to learn from the likes of Akina Kalaba. I think that's my opinion. Yeah. Um okay. so what do you think about um Marcelo Alex? I think the Marcelo the best, Okay. The best option for our left Alex, back is to. still Yeah. The best option for our left, left back is still Marcelo because the boy can run is the work rate is okay. he does not make many mistakes i i haven't he hasn't performed very well in terms of crossing in a kenyan jersey but at the club level he has been a little bit better because i watched one match he's not bad that badly off uh yeah i think he's the best option clacodor is a more of a attack minded left back of which 
we are we are not playing like the gegen press or because the same way rasters are said we are always on the receiving end uh, mm-hmm. i think marcelo would be better adapted as the left back uh, before i i give it back to mark about the right back the next match we are playing egypt and the, mo- yeah. the setup of egypt is that mahmoud rezegid is on the left wing mohamed salah is on the right wing and yeah. uh, playing kalaba at the right full back yeah i think it would be a very big problem because of the speed and uh, trickery of mahmoud rezegid yeah true true um so i think um we all we've all settled on the fact that marcelo should continue being left back um there's a lot of there's been a lot of opinion on that right back role but i think when it comes to center back i think there are a lot of options that we have uh we have um bran mandela who recently moved to sundowns um we have joseph okumu who statistically students best defender at the moment um you know um and we have um, a lot of people who are crying for Josh Onyango but i think in as much as Josh is a very good one on one defender i don't think he's you know i don't think he's very good with the ball at his feet but like rasta said um we need you know we 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 will tend to be on the back foot at times um i think um this uh Josh Onyango i think he needs chances i think he he should be played more a lot of people were telling me that he needs to be a regular starter and there is also another shout uh, a player who personally impresses me especially with the ball at his feet um he plays for azito his name is johnston omuro who was on the bench for both games um yeah. i think that's our best um that's our best sort of like ball playing defender um when i've seen him play he's very good at you know picking out those passes he's very comfortable when it comes to pick, bringing the ball out of defense and he even has goals in him i remember in a game that was it lost by four goals to he's the one that actually both scored both scored both goals and both goals were screamers from from like 30 yards out like what david luiz used to do uh for brazil at the world cup or even for chelsea um I've, i'm yet to see him is to see him doing it for arsenal which is a disappointment but still um you know he has that in him so what do you think how should we line up should we line up in a 352 to sort of like accommodate the extra defender or should we keep persisting with the four um starting with you erastas First of all the national team coach would know that this team does doesn't have a mechanism on, on how to play. Mm-hmm. That's why we lost against Comoros. You see like the full backs the full backs against Comoros were, were didn't play well because they didn't know what to do. They didn't know if they are going to support the attack or support the, the defenders. That's why you would see Marcelo being caught out of position. I think mm-hmm. we should start that that should be the base of where I should start even even simeone started like that with atletico now you say atletico have a stats playing style but mm-hmm. i think you can still go with it depends on the position you know when you go with three at the back it, it's like you want to control the possession but four at the back is not a must to control three at the back is being used because it can be used to control possession you hit the opponent on the counter using the wing back but i think we should just stick with four at the back yeah because you can also control the possession and hit them at the at the back and and you know we have a good stead in muguna we yeah true can especially in controlling the possession yeah yes um so personally for you you'd still persist with mandela and and okumu who in my opinion i think are our best options as a partnership even though they need time to gel i don't think they played together before um these two run of fixtures no mandela has not played for one year so i will just go with justin omoro there yeah, yeah, yeah and what's your opinion on josh um um alex Uh, Josh Onyango when he moved to Simba inside Simba I was really impressed I thought it was a very good move uh I personally saw him equalize against Tianga the other day they were 
one nil down until the, I think it was the 89th minute where he was the one who equalized that goal. The goal, the match ended 1-1. I think the only yeah. problem, I think it is a bad luck according to me. Whenever I watch him play a full 90 minutes, he is always sent off. He's always sent off for a red card. Uh, yeah. In Gormaya, in the national team, I've always seen him get sent off. He's a very good stopper. A very good when it comes to one-on-one, but I still stick with Mandela and Okum at the back. Um, Winston, um, I know you are an ardent Gormaya fan. Um, what do you think about the prospect of sort of like... How would you line up your 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 two central defenders or your three central defenders on how you want to select the side? Um, would you pick um Joash uh, to partner maybe Mandela, who I understand hasn't been playing, but I'm sure he's going to get game time um for Sundowns with as time progresses, or you know, would you you know you know will you keep persisting with Joash and maybe? Joseph Okumu as a partnership, or how would you line up personally? Okay, the formation at the back will mainly depend on the on the opponents against the against which opponent we are playing against. Yeah. Because yeah, when when we are facing tougher opponents, like let's say uh, when we we'll when we'll be going to face Ghana. Yeah. Uh, we will like need a back a back three. That that will only hold if we have uh, better right backs and the left back, who yeah. who can uh, who are more offensive. I mean, yeah. But I'll pick Joash and uh, Okumu as our two centre backs. Like yeah, Joash um, is more is more defensive, although he's he somehow uh, uh, can can pick cards yeah. at, at any time of the game. So. But he's a good he's he's a good defensive player. Um so um we all in agreement that we'd you know we'd sort of like play um you know um we'd sort of like play Okumu. Um I think he's he's on everyone's um, minds right now and maybe Marcelo because we don't have I think he's our best fullback. Personally for me I'd play um Okumu, uh, Marcelo, um I'd play him alongside Mandela. Um I, I know he's not played in a while, but he's now contracted to Sundowns and Sundowns is a is a giant club in Africa and I'm sure he's he'll get his game time. Um so I'd play them three and I'd play Barakabadi um like you all pointed out even though use of mind is a good good shout even though he hasn't been part of the setup for a long time. Um so I think that's how I'd set up my lineup but if I am trying to control possession um and I won't sort of like you know um, because I I like attacking football, you know, I'd I'd find a way of sometimes of sort of like playing Omuro in the middle of the three because he's very good at you know picking out those passes. He's our best ball playing defender in my opinion, and he's a young man um with a bright future in my opinion. But I think the main one should be a four, and I think I'd go that way. Um, so moving on to central midfield, where there's a big issue. Um, there's been a lot of talk about dropping Wanyama. Um, there's been talk about bringing in um, Anthony Akumu of Kizer Chiefs. Uh, you know, there's you know we have a lot of options at the moment. There is even Kenneth Muguna, captain of Gormahia, who I think, in my opinion, should be played more often. Um, I have no idea why he was being benched. Um, and, and I think um, um, Ghost Mule is getting it wrong. I think he was playing. Um, this guy called Eric Johanna as a 10, and we were getting constantly over Rhino on the turnover. I don't think he has the discipline, and I don't personally don't understand the Eric Johanna hype. He's never impressed me personally. Um, I think ever since the game against Ethiopia, when fans were allowed to attend, that's the only game I saw him doing something substantial. Ever since he's been a passenger, I don't understand why he's, he keeps getting call-ups. And even if he gets call-ups, I don't understand why he keeps starting because he's never impressed me personally. Um, personally, for me, to start off with, I'd play, if I'm playing a 4-3-3, um, I'd play, you know, um, um, 
you know, this um, Omolo, Joan Omolo, Josh, I think has to be one of the first names on that team sheet because he's been a very impressive every time he's played. I'd play him alongside Kenneth Muguna. Um, I think that's an, um, a hybrid number 810 who's adept at drifting between the lines. Um, the holding midfield role, I think it's 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 a tough one because personally, um, people have been calling for Wanyama to be dropped um, and there is a strong shout for, you know, um, Teddy Akumu, who plays his trade for KZ Chiefs. Uh, but I think in the right system, in the right system, I think you need a player of of Wanyama's qualities. Um, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I know he's not good at, at passing the ball, but or even dribbling, because Moulay likes telling his players to express himself. But unfortunately, there isn't a system. But in a rigid system, I think I'd still have him in my team because of that experience and also for the fact that, you know, in his prime, I think he was arguably a top five defensive midfielder in the world. I think there were actual comparisons to Ngolo Kante and Matic partnership. Um, when he was playing alongside Musa Dembele, um, as the one who won the ball and Dembele the controller. So, how will you guys line up the team, starting with Alex? I think I also think Teddy should give should be given a, a chance. Actually, I'd go for Teddy, the Gormaya captain Mguna and uh, Omolo. I'll still drop Wanyama because I think. He's not the Wanyama we used to know. He's not the same player we used to know. Yes, he's the captain. And there is a... I think it is... He's more respected than he should be. Uh, to an extent that you can feel like the board or the manager is a little bit afraid of dropping him. Even if when he, he has some poor matches or something. But I still go for Tediakumu. Omolo and uh, Muguna. So my problem has always been why have we never given Gonzalez a chance to showcase his talent? Yeah. Maybe he could be a better player. We have never seen what he can do with the ball. I think yeah. he should be given some minutes even if it is like 20-30 minutes. Yeah. But I still we go with um, Teddy, Muguna and Omolo. Yeah. Um. What about you, Um. Erastas, what, how would you line up the team? Because you are an ardent follower of the national team and, you know, you have excellent knowledge of, you know, players um, in our national pool. How would you set up the team if it were down to you in midfield? I would set up it now 4-2-3-1 because, you know, Nguna is a very good at playing as, as a 10. Uh, personally, with the, yeah. with the, with the central midfielders, Central midfielders, I will go with Teddy Akumu and Lores Juma. Why? Because these players, yeah. they, they pass the ball well. They're quick. Wanyama is not quick. The other, Johanna Molo, who plays yeah. in Belgium, is only a yeah. substitute. Why should, should you bring all the way from Belgium, you bring a substitute to play as a first team player? And then you have players in KPL who play regularly, who play. Calf, calf games and you don't play them and they play well, you should play these players. Not you call someone from Europe all the way. It trains only one only one day and then you play. That's not good. You should just play Tediakumu. Tediakumu number one reason is knows how to play in Africa. Africa is very yeah. different in Europe. Especially yeah. against Egypt. Tediakumu should play. Mm. Lawrence Juma should also play against Egypt. That one. Yeah, true, true. I agree on that one. Because yeah. they have played against these this Egyptian sides. Wanyama and Yohana Molo, I think even they should not be called again. They have Bustin Yambo. We have, <laughs> have another one of Wanyama. We have, we, KPL has a lot of midfielders. These players are not called. We should... We yeah, should true. Know true. We, have, we have Elias. We have so many midfielders. Yeah, true, 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 true. Um, um, Winston, um, do you think that um, you know, Wanyama should be dropped? Um, I know you follow um South African League regularly a lot. Um, you know, what do you think about 
how will you set up the side personally? Would you give more responsibility to Teddy Akomo who used to play for Gormahia before he moved to Zosko and then moved to, to um, you know, Kizar Chiefs? Or how will you set up the team if it were down to you? Uh, without even thinking, uh, I will drop Wanyama. It is time he moves so We move on with, without him. Uh, but Teddy Akuma of Kaiser Chief, he was very good uh, towards the end of last season in Kaiser. He had some minutes yeah. there. He's a good player, but okay, I don't know why he's not starting so much in Kaiser. Maybe there's a better player than him. But I will go for Teddy Akumo, Kenneth Mugona of, of, of Gormaya. Uh, as you can see from his 16 caps in the national team, he has two goals, not yeah. really bad. And uh, uh, Lawrence Juma for, of, of Gormaya. So I'll go for, if it's a 4-3-3, uh, Teddy Akumu, Muguna, and Juma. Yeah, true, 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 true. I, I agree to that. But Wanyama, no way. Um, in fact, I was, you know, sorry, I'm, I think Lorenz Juma recently moved to Sofapaka, which shocked me personally. Uh, but, you know, what impresses me about Lorenz Juma is the fact that he's, he, his work rate impresses me personally. He's a tireless workhorse. Um, I'd sort of like um, put him in a, I think he's a similar type of player to someone like, let's say, Jordan Henderson for Liverpool. Um, I think in terms of being the facilitator, I think part of the reason I wanted Kimanzi to stay on as head coach is because he was playing expansive, progressive, gegen pressing football. And, you know, he was, and the players were executing um, his, his ideas well. And he was constantly on the that line telling them what to do and, and what not to do. And we were the better team, arguably, against Egypt in the first leg, especially towards that second half. And Juma was impressing me with how he was doing the simple things right. Um, he was always covering for Wanyama. I think Wanyama was constantly being overrun. I think the injuries have messed him personally. Uh, yes, it's true. But, you know, um, in a game where you want, we expected to be on the back foot. In a game or in a game where we 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 are the ones supposed to run more than the opposition, I think Juma would be a good shout to start. Um, Muguna for me always has to be a starter personally, uh, because even uh, he's the one, he's our most creative player, and at the same time, he's more physical than than Kahata, who was having a tough time, especially at the AFCON. I think we were getting constantly overrun because he was a passenger. Yes, he's a creative player at Simba, but at the same time, he lacks that sort of, like, you know, yeah, um, off, the, yeah, off the ball, off the ball sort of, like, work. Yes, he's very creative. He has good off-the-ball movement when it comes to creating chances, but when it comes to that sort of, like, you know, being a workhorse, being a sort of like a player to to carry you when you're on the back foot. I don't think he's the one. I don't don't think the national team is strong enough to accommodate him yet. But I think Muguna is more complete. He's a more complete advanced playmaker. So I'd have him. I'd have him in all day, and I'd also have Teddy Akumo. I think what impresses me about Teddy is he has that eye for a pass. Um, he's very comfortable. Um, you know, he has that sort of like long range passing, especially um, on the ground rather than via long balls. So I think I'd also, I'm a, the biggest advocate for 4 3 3, and I think I'd play Teddy Akumu on either side, Teddy Akumu in between um, Muguna and, you know, let's say Lawrence Juma, even though um, Joanna Omolo will be a strong start for me personally uh, because he's been an integral cog ever since AFCON and he proved me wrong because I had doubts about him. Although he's aging, um, I think he should be faced out, but those are good shouts at, as well. Moving on to the front line where there is a lot of issues. I think we are going to go straight to the number hey, nine Mark. slot. I think it's uh, very Mark. easy. Yeah. Uh, wait a bit. I wanted to ask uh, this, the team, yeah. uh, what, what do they think about uh, Kipkirui? Um, Nicholas Kipkirui from, yeah, yeah. from Gormahia. Um, I think he's moving away from Gormahia, but I don't yeah. know so. 
Yeah, um, personally for me, um, you know, he was very impressive. He was very impressive. He's a center forward. He was very impressive, especially in last season's um, yeah, confederation yeah, yeah. run. He was scoring goals. Um, he has good work ethic. He presses well from the front. Uh, but I don't know why um, he's not been given chances, even though, to be fair, um, there are a lot of options um that you know warrant a shout um of course um there is no argument olunga has to be the starting striker he's ripping the j league to shreds at the moment so he he's the you know he's the starter um he has good hold up play um he has eye for a goal he has a belt of a left foot he's very good in the air he's tall he's powerful um but as a backup option personally um i'm a big fan of john avire personally Um, I'm a big fan of John Avire because um, what impresses me is his off-the-ball movement and he's very good at holding up the ball. Um, he can play on either flank as well, but he's, you know, he was one of the reasons we came from behind to beat Tanzania by three goals to two. Um, personally, I'd play him. Um, Kipkirui, Kip personally, I am a big fan of, but, you know, we've not seen a lot of him recently. I don't know what happened. I think you've mentioned he moved away from God recently. Um, I don't think Masuchuma should be starting games anymore for the national team. Uh, you know, personally, I'm a big fan of his, but he's not good at holding up the ball and, you know, he, he tends to... to You know, I don't think he's an intelligent enough player for my liking. Yes, he has goals in him, but his decision-making is shocking. Um, he tends to be a passenger, especially when there is no service around him. Um, he's not been playing a lot. I think he recently got re released by J.S. Kabilie. Um, so there are a lot of shouts at the moment. Um, personally, I think um, Avire should be the backup striker to Olunga and... You know, also there is also a strong shout for this boy who recently joined Gormahia from Western Steamer, Omala, I think. Um, but I think he, I think he, he needs time. I think he needs to complete his studies. I think he's in Form 4, if I'm not wrong at the moment. Uh, yeah, Form 4. Yeah, I think he's in Form 4 right now. So I think he needs time to complete his studies first before, you know, he can resume playing football for God. Um, Alex, how who do you think should be the backup option for Olunga? Uh, personally, I don't think we should play one center forward. Yeah. We should face uh, off two. Uh, because uh, the game against Tanzania, when Avire played together with Olunga, they were really good because yeah. the guy has a good work rate and uh, he linked up well with Olunga. And yeah. he can also hold the ball. I think you should go with the both of them up front and, and drop one winger because some of our wingers are quite irrelevant, if I might say. Um, Winston, you made a strong shout about um, Kipkirui. Um, how would you set up the team if it were down to you, especially up front? According to the the current form, I won't pick him. But I will prefer a twin, twin striker, uh, maybe Olunga and uh, let's say uh, Makwata hasn't been so fine uh, in uh, Zesco. Yeah. Yeah. Like even the last game he played uh, yesterday, he missed a couple of chances. But I'll go for uh, Avira and, um, and Olunga, a twin striker at the front. Um, how would you describe Makwata as a player personally? How would you describe him because you follow the Zambian league? How how does he like to play? Okay, Makwata he okay, he's a, he's very good in in positioning. But it but he's a striker who will miss like uh, five 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 chances and score one. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, you can't really rely on him to perform uh, like the likes of Olunga and uh, Were, who um, nowadays is not being called. I don't know why. Yeah. I've never known the reason. Yeah. Yeah, but 
maybe they should call him back again where um i i think his record for the national team is not that impressive um he's yeah. he's a goal machine uh, at club level but i think in 26 cups he he hasn't recorded a single goal and he's a whole setter for so i think they've lost their patience in the man and i think he's turning that three so he's aging you know um so i don't know i don't know makwata personally for me um when especially when i observed him when he was playing for gormahia um i think he's a, he's he likes to dribble a lot um he likes to dribble um especially there's a goal i remember where he netted he he netted from scoring from the halfway line but you know he's he tends to miss a lot of sitters that I'll agree and i don't think he's cemented his place when he was given the chance especially against comoros recently so i'd still persist with john avire and michael olunga who he's also adept at dropping deep and linking up the play and he's ripping the J league to shreds right now i think there is talk of him moving to besiktas in turkey if i'm not wrong yeah, um so um yeah so um we are left with the white positions and you know a lot of players have been given a chance steve nyake i think he's he's taken his chance with both hands um he's very good at sort of like stretching the play providing width um you know um he's even I, i think he's better as a winger when it comes to stretching the play on the right than playing on the left i don't think he's not suited to being an inside forward um like you'd say someone like bonfast moshiri who i am a big fan of is because i think moshiri is is the best i think moshiri is a very creative player he has goals he has assists in him and he's a very good dribbler he's a good set piece taker um there is also a shout for you know this guy who recently left reading um ayub timbe ayub timbe i think he's also very unpredictable um i know erastas you are a big fan of him and there is also eric johana who i am not a big fan of personally um as options um there is also people like his brother um that is ayub masika's brother that is musa masika who plays his trade for azito Um, Erastus, um how would you set up your wings if it were down to you actually ndio ndio amechak tena message ni nini ndio shida oh 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 so um alex how would you set up your wings if it were down to you uh according to the formation of been going with the three midfield and yeah. uh, personally i'd go for a double to two forwards yeah. which means i'll be limited to one winger and yeah. uh, from what i've seen since i've been watching the national team play yeah i think the best we have is cliff nyakea the boy who plays in the egyptian league yeah he was brilliant he was brilliant against comoros mainly, mainly in the first leg even before they were recorded he was the only one showing some determination some movement some zeal to go for a goal uh are you team they ain't bad uh i don't i uh, the same with you i don't know why people hype joano eric omondi yeah because the last match i saw him play well was against ethiopia the qualifying match at rambe the 3-0 win where he yeah. smashed a goal from outside the box that yeah. was the only they saw him play and the same goes to ayub timbe whereby i've only seen ayub timbe at his best playing a friendly in spain i don't even remember who we were playing against whereby uh, he did and crc now in a warm up match before the half con yeah that was the best i've seen him play though he's, he has a very good work rate and though the the final product if you say the final product has a problem because yeah. the problem with our wingers are they are only a little bit greedy trying to be players of the moment by trying to shoot from very long distances whereby you in options where you can pick a striker but yeah. 
in uh, matches against Comoros, I think we really missed Olunga because there were no balls being brought in. I think there was a little bit lack of of belief in your center forward, belief in the boy from Siolo, I think, the center forward. Uh, I also, I still think Nyakea should play day in, day out, without a doubt, uh, alongside Aziri and uh, Olunga. Winston? I will go for uh, Nyakea, actually. He has, he has grabbed this opportunity well. I think he has cemented his position as our right uh, um, right wing. So and uh, again, there's um, there's Masika Timbe, who went back to China, uh, Beijing. Yeah. Yeah. He I don't know what happened at reading. He didn't get the the opportunity to showcase his abilities, but he's a good player. So I can go for uh, Nyake as my wing. Since I pick a four, a four, three, three, as my mid will still have uh, uh, Okumu, Muguna, and uh, Nyake will act as a backup. Uh, so for for you, Alastas, uh, we would like you to pick your front two slash front three? Uh, my strikers will be, obviously, Olunga will be playing the first choice. Second choice, I'll, I'll go for the Imagine Benson Omala. I think the way I saw the game under 20, there is, he's, he's playing in the box, he's taking the chances, passing. There is movement in the box is very good. I think. I will go with him as a second choice striker. Only those two strikers I will choose. In the right wing, I will go with Cliff Nyakea. The my because I chose for two three one. I will, the ten will be Muguna, and the left wing will be Boniface Bashiri. Ayub Timbe against Comoros really failed the team. I think Boniface Bashiri should be should give should be given a chance to play this time round. Okay, so um, that marks the, the end of the podcast. Uh, do any of you guys have anything you might want to add on to our, let's say, what you think about uh, in conclusion for the Kenya national team, the future, blah, blah, blah. There is one thing which I wanted to say. I hope um, there's a youngster at Everton who is 17. He's already playing for the under-23s. He's called Tyler Onyango. He has both yeah. uh, English nationality and Kenyan, and I hope he he picks Kenya. I if tried it... to look him up. Uh, I don't. I don't think at the end he will pick Kenya, though he might face the difficulties into making the English code. But I do I, I actually have a doubt if he will eventually pick Kenya, but. Maybe we pray to God that he has difficulties, which is, it's not something we should do. But we really need him. He has been good for Everton, the second team, the second Everton squad. Uh, I also watched him. I watched the match against uh, United in the, I think, not the weekend. But there was a match Premier League too. Uh, he was really good, yeah. Even Linton Minus would be called. I think Linton Minor can he will play for Kenya maybe maybe if he doesn't get called up in yeah. the Olympic team for Germany. Yeah, I think they, yeah. they okay. have been talking uh, Germany about the boy. Yes. Oh. Um. So um, Mark, oh. we we were just uh in the conclusion like we were basically doing um uh the final things you would like to say, like just one or two things. So, um, personally for me, uh, I'd, I'd play, let me give my final starting 11. I'd play a 4-3-3 again pressing system um, where players have to be constantly, you know, switched on when we lose the possession. So, with that in mind, um, I'd play... Um, you know, 
Ian Utino in goal, um, as always. I'd play Baraka Badi at right back. I'd play Marcelo Uma left back. I'd play Joseph Okumu and, you know, um, I'd play Joseph Okumu and Bran Mandela as our, our back four. Then in central midfield, um, I'd play slash um, Teddy Akumu or Victor Hanyama. I'm still not decided on there. Then I'd play Kenneth Muguna alongside Johanna Omolo um, as our three central midfielders. Um, I can slash Johanna Omolo for, let's say, um, you know, Juma, Lawrence Juma, um, in games where we expected to sort of like run more than the opposition because he impresses me. Then I'd play Michael Olunga as centre forward. Um, and maybe John Avire um, as maybe left winger because I've seen he can play as an inside forward as well. Uh, and I'd play Cliff Nyakea at right winger. Then I'd also find space for Bonfast Moshiri as a left winger at times. And I'd also, you know, sort of like find space for for IUP team depending on the opposition. So that would be my lineup. Um, yes, that's how I'd set up the team personally. 4-3-3. Before, before yeah. you finish, um, uh, Nini, just a thought. Okay. It's hard to find a system in the national team, given that, uh, like in Kenya, in the last two years, we have had three different managers. It's very hard yeah. to find consistency in that squad because the national team manager only gets a week or two to, with, the, with the squad, and which is like five or three, four, five times a year. So changing the managers every year, like two managers in a year, you'll never find consistency in the team. Because if we had, let's say, for example, we had Minya to this day, we would have found a starting 11, a constant constant starting 11, whereby we know day in, day out, we'll find this person at this position. And that's the same way the English nation, in the... European teams try are very hard to stay constant with one manager, whereby you can see progression in the this national game to the next. I think also the firing of managers is a little bit a problem with the national team. Yeah, very true. Um, very true, by the way, because um, I think that's why I we pointed out at the start of the podcast that there was something very extremely fishy, if I may say, about the sacking of of Francis Kimanzi, who, in my opinion, needed more time. I think it was very political that move, but you know we move with the times. But if I was manager, that's how I'd set up the team personally. Um, and I also want to say, given now that, you know, we've been given Ghost Mule, you know, at the same time, you have to look at the positives. Yes, he's not um, coached a team in the last 10 years. And yes, people are calling for him to go back to Patanisho uh, because, um, you know, he, He's sort of like, you know, he's sort of like outdated or he's guessing um, with his team selections because he's kind of like just telling players to play football and let them express themselves. Like against Comoros, um, we were constantly on the front foot, yes, but we were on the front foot because there were 10 men. And, you know, in as much as we missed chances, um, because in a normal day that would have been like an XG of 3.5 to 0.2 because we were the better side and deserved to win. Um you know, personally, I think, um, you know, in the in the future, I think we just need to persist with him. I don't think he's the one, but he needs time. Um, we might be wrong about him. Maybe he might rediscover himself. And I'm also not a fan of him personally because the team he took to AFCON in 2004 was a unit that had already been formed by the heavily celebrated Fabish. Um, that... Um, former head coach. So um, yeah. maybe let's give him time. We need some consistency because even Comoros have had their coach of their since 2014. And now you can see a patient patients paying off and they are ripping off the rewards. Even with club teams like Burnley, you saw Sean Daesh getting sort of like 
relegated with Bandi in 2014 with players like Kieran Trippier. He went down, he came back up, and he's kept them up. These now their five season, fifth season in the top flight since earning promotion back again in 2016. So yes, of course we need consistency, and the coach needs time. Who, in my opinion, is not the one, but you know he assembled a decent backroom staff because one of his coaches is William Muluya, a guy who um who coaches Kariobangi Sharks and Kariobangi Sharks um did well against Everton when they came to Kasarani last season he was playing expansively so maybe he can borrow ideas from these tacticians and maybe we can move forward as a unit but it's true so um do do any of you have anything to add uh before we finish I think I'm good personally. Uh Rasas. I think for me the the technical bench needs to improve especially with Tahir Muhidin. And we have questions I have questions with that Muluya. I've never liked his game he doesn't perform in the Premier League. Maybe maybe he was I don't know why he was called I don't know his specialty was called for maybe he was called for attacking to do attacking. But Tahir Muhyiddin, I don't trust that that guy. Yeah, yeah, he has been in the national team. He has been a coach. He had a, he has coached this national team from 2002 until now. I think another person should be given a chance. True. Mm-hmm. And Alex, I'm good. I'm good. Okay so um thank you so much guys for coming on uh we lost Winston uh he has some internet issues but uh he has really helped uh and thank you Mark for bringing him on for him, inviting him to the podcast um the pleasure is mine and you know let's hope that you know we can bring people who you know can share one thing or two Okay so um that marks the end of the podcast uh thank you so much guys for coming on uh we will see you people next time with the weekend recap and the european weekend recap goodbye goodbye, goodbye.